We're the Denver Broncos cheerleaders, and you're listening to Sports Crunch with DCROM. Back here at the 2023 Lisa Senior Bowl. This is Sports Bucks with T-Crom. I'm your host, David Cromwell, and I am joined right now by one of the best, and I mean the best of the business, NFL draft analyst and NFL insider, Tony Pauling of the Pro Football Network. It's great to have you with us, Tony. Uh, now, Tony, first let's talk a little draft. Uh, who has helped their stock the most this week in Mobile? Well, I think Dewan Jones, the first day, was terrific. The offensive tackle from Ohio State. I think he was so terrific that he figured he's going to pack it in and he's not going to practice, he didn't practice anymore. <laughs> I think he was good because we know that Dewan Jones is a big, massive uh, offensive tackle and a great run blocker, but he showed tremendous skill pass blocking, which has really, really helped him. I think another offensive tackle, uh, Jalen Duncan, uh, has done a great job at left tackle, very athletic. Uh, I think Payne Durham, the tight end, has done some good things. I think when you look at receiver Tank Dell from Houston, he's been uncoverable uh, for two days. I, I think the Northwestern uh, defensive lineman has done an outstanding yeah, job. I'm nice. not even going to try and pronounce his name. <laughs> I, know, I know they call him Tommy yeah. uh, at number 99 in the game, and yep. he's he was bigger and uh, than expected and played very strong football um, linebackers the kid from uh, Washington State I think helped himself as far as the corners are concerned uh, uh, Kelly from uh, Stanford has looked good and Sidney Brown of Illinois has really impressed me with his ball skills if you watch Illinois football you watch the film you see uh, Sidney Brown flying around the football you know, going after ball handlers. But what he's done here is, it's like the kid from Baylor, Jalen Petrie a year ago, where he showed terrific ball skills, and it looks like he won't be a liability if you put him over the slot receiver on Sunday. Oh, absolutely. Very good points there. And uh, the key to this year's draft is that number one overall pick, which the Chicago Bears hold, but many, if not most, expect that pick to be traded. If that pick is traded, how far down do you think it'll be uh, the Bears moving down in the end? Who's going to trade up? And when they're going to trade up for There's no quarterback, you know, that is really a hot commodity. you got Bryce Young, but it's not, you know, it's not a year where teams are going to trade up uh, like they have in the past for a quarterback. So do I think the Bears would like to trade it and get more draft capital? Absolutely, but it takes two to tango. So I just don't know. It's going to be difficult for them, I believe, to find a, draft, uh, a trade partner unless they want to trade for less than market value. So I, I don't know that, that they're going to be able to move that uh, that first pick, although they probably like to. Oh, very good point there as well, Tony. And uh, on the first day of practices, a lot of us in the media were distracted by the breaking news that the Broncos and Saints reached an agreement on a trade that will send Sean Payton to the Broncos. Uh, uh, based on how it sounded on your end, describe how that uh, deal went down. Well, I mean, I think that's the guy that they wanted all along. You got to wonder what happens now with George Payton, the general manager. Is he going to, is, you know, Sean Payton going to want him to stick around? Is he going to want to bring Jeff Ireland in? You know, you got to see. I, I mean, is Payton going to be recharged and be able to do what he did uh, in New Orleans? And you got to remember, he's got Russell Wilson there. So he doesn't really have much of a choice at the quarterback position. Can he revive Russell Wilson's, Carter, uh, Russell Wilson's career? I think there's a lot of question marks there. Oh, there definitely is a lot of question marks. And uh, let's say Russell Wilson is as bad, if not worse, than next year. Do you think uh, they uh, pivot to a plan B of some sort? Yeah, they're going to have to get a young quarterback at some point in time. There's no, no doubt about it. Maybe they get a guy in day two here, uh, Adrian O'Connell of uh, of Purdue, who was at the Shrine game, who a lot of people like, and they develop him for the future. I mean, they're, they're going to have to get a younger quarterback at some point uh, in time. Brett Rippon's not the future. I totally agree. And uh, there are two head coaching vacancies remain. Uh, the Colts and Cardinals, uh, what are you hearing uh, on both? 
I haven't heard anything on the Colts. I really haven't followed it. As far as the Cardinals are concerned, I posted something Pro Football Network yesterday that a lot of candidates are turning away from that job because of Kyler Murray. Because, you know, when head coaches come in, when new general managers come in, they want their players. You go, uh, you become the head coach or the general manager of Arizona, it's with the understanding that you've got Kyler Murray for another four years. You can't get rid of that contract. So I, I think that's what's going to uh, – I think that's what's pushing a lot of people away. We'll see what happens there. Tony Pauline, NFL insider, NFL draft analyst, Pro Football Network. Check his work out. Thank you very much for joining us, Tony. Thanks.